0: Hey everyone, welcome to the Magical Healing the World podcast. My name is David, here with my lovely wife, Miss Megan. Hey y'all. And we have a couple things we want to talk to you about today. We are going to be discussing uh, why it's so important to do your research and make sure whatever healing modality you're going to experience that it's quality of the light and they're going about things the right way. But first, uh, there's something I really wanted to address with all of our incredible audience out there. You know, we're living in a crazy time right now. There's no doubt about that at all. And you know Magical's here for you, will always be here for you. But there's something on our hearts that we definitely wanted to address that seems to be happening rampantly out there in the world. And uh, more than anything, I really want everyone to take a step back uh, and kind of remove all of the blinders that the mainstream media, all the blinders uh, that the powers to be try and put on us and take a look at what's happening. Um, You know, anything right now that is going against the mainstream narrative is being heavily censored is being blocked anything that isn't spoon-fed to people directly from the news or directly from uh, certain manipulated sources is being completely removed from the internet there's thousands of groups that have been taken off there's um, thousands and hundreds of thousands of doctors and scientists that are being silenced there's so much happening right now and i do want to underlying say that and you know foundationally this isn't a fear thing. Everything is working out for our highest good. It really is. Everything's gonna be fantastic. This whole situation is happening for the betterment of humanity. But for the outside to change, we must make the change within first. And there has never been such heavy censorship. So I ask and urge every one of you to ask yourself, why is this happening? And it's not about what you believe or don't believe. That doesn't matter. Put that aside. Think about it. The power, if if they're directly censoring one entire side of a situation, if they're directly censoring that entire side, what they're saying is. You don't have the discernment. You don't have the power. You don't have the so- sovereign ability to discern fact from fiction. They're not even giving you the opportunity. And ironically, it's only what is going against the exact stories. They're feeding people through the mainstream media. Anything that conflicts that is being taken down. And I, I urge anyone, and you know, it's, I, I'm past the point of, For those of you that follow me on social media, I'm uh, very outspoken about my beliefs of what's happening right now. Um, But it's past the point of trying to convince people of anything. Many people have chosen their timelines, um, but that doesn't mean you can't point out and just ask people to take a step back and ask the deeper questions. Why do you think so much is being censored? You know what? What is it exactly that is being censored? Don't forget, you are a sovereign being. Don't be afraid to step into your truth. You know, the truth is not popular right now at all. There's no doubt about that. Um, You know, back in Jesus's time, it wasn't popular, right? Well, it's not popular right now, okay? And the beautiful thing is the silent majority has woken up. They can see the deceit. They can see the spiritual battle that's happening right before our eyes right now. Okay, the silent majority is woken up. Have faith in that. Uh, But most people aren't speaking out on it. And you know what? Only speak out if you feel called to. If you don't, there's nothing wrong with that at all. Go within and follow your path. But speaking your truth right now, there's no doubt you're going to get attacked. You know, the the powers to be the, the spiritual battle that's happening. The darkness wants those that are speaking the truth to be silenced and to be attacked. It's not a popular thing. But don't be afraid to step into your truth. Don't be afraid to voice your opinion if you feel called to do so. Even if, the, uh, even if there's a particular side that's been programmed to attack the truth. And if that happens, look, more than ever, put on your armor of God, which I'll talk about in a minute. But you, utilize compassion and love. They, the enemy wants people divided. They want people in fear. They want people scared because that's easy. That's a lower vibrational way to live and it'll attract lower vibrational things and it's easy to keep people controlled, okay? Don't fall into those lower vibrational attacks. Have faith, give people love and compassion because nothing can overcome love, okay? But become aware of what's going on and ask the deeper questions about the censorship, okay? And the crazy thing is, What's coming out, and it's going to be coming out more and more, the stuff that they're censoring is starting to come out as fact. And you can do your own research on that stuff, but there should never be a time when there's such extreme censorship happening. You know, and one thing to know, you know, it's for a person, a nation, or an earth to heal... Darkness must come to light, and that's what's happening. Darkness must come to light. You have to have, anyone that has dealt with trauma knows this. You have to face or process any hidden or suppressed trauma, and that's what's happening. Humanity has been controlled for many years, and right now, a lot of darkness is coming to light, and it's uncomfortable. But the beautiful thing is, as this happens, as the darkness comes to light, we're able to purge it. We're able to face these uncomfortable truths, which more and more people are realizing, and it's going to happen even more in the coming months. So it's all happening for the healing of our nation. Just know that. Um, and I'd ask you, you know, if this resonates with you, share this message because the, the way we collectively grow and heal is we awaken within ourselves. You know nothing on the outside. You, it, all the changes come from our internal consciousness, and we've been controlled for so long. It's hard to uh, it's hard to realize that the outside gets changed when the internal changes first. So stand together. Stand together. If this resonates with you, please share it because there has to be something said about this censorship. I can't. You know, there's so many incredible YouTube reference. There's so many incredible YouTube videos. There's scientists. There's doctors. There's just people that are able to use. Use their own discernment that are coming out with great knowledge and it's just getting ripped off the web. And it's it's so disheartening to see that. And it drives me crazy. And I, I was talking to Megan about this. You know, people are like, well, cite your sources. How can you cite your sources in a system that censors and takes down anything that isn't fed from the mainstream media anything that goes against the mainstream narrative anything that goes against the information that they want you specifically to believe it is completely taken down so the whole site your sources thing you know what your best source is within you use your own discernment you have the power you have the power of discernment Um, You know, you have your experiences. Go off of that. And the last thing I want to end on uh, before we get into (laughs) what Megan and I were going to talk to you about today um, is at the end of the day and beginning of the day, put on your full armor of God. Put it on. Uh, You know, what does that mean? Meditation, your gratitude writing, sticking with good people, your, your soul tribe, lean on your soul tribe, having that faith. You know, whatever it is that resonates with you that keeps you strong throughout your day and keeps you away from fear and into faith. Hold on to that, especially during these times as it's, uh, I feel it's going to be more chaotic before it gets peaceful. um, But it's all for highest good and everything's going to be okay. But more than ever, put on your armor of God every single morning. And I don't know how extreme the censorship's gonna go. I really don't. I know they're doing everything they can to ensure that uh, anything that could harm them and anything that could bring more truth to humanity is getting taken down. Um, So I don't know how far it's gonna go. Anyone listening to this, if you're resonating with this message, um, we would love, love, love to stay connected with you. If you haven't subscribed to our podcast already, uh, do that. You can also go to Magical.com and register for our monthly newsletter. Any of our events that we have going on, uh, books that we're publishing, anything we have going on. Uh, We're going to be, we do a a newsletter every month to keep people in the loop. And we love to stay connected with you, especially during this transitional period that earth's going to be going through, that humanity is going to be going through. What's that? And our Yeah, absolutely. We have a couple ways to stay connected with us. We have a magical inner circle where, if you haven't heard of the app Marco Polo, it's a great app where we actually stay connected. Megan and I actually talk directly with the inner circle throughout the week, a few days throughout every week. Uh, We meet up once a month, and we have a two- to three-hour just Zoom meeting. This past one was great. We actually went over all the different healing modalities, our experiences, what it does on a biological level, level from ayahuasca, a boga ketamine infusion san pedro i mean uh even from meditation mushrooms What's that DMT DMT is a huge one so we went over all the different healing modalities what it does on a biological level on a spiritual level it was a great talk but we meet up we talk all throughout the week in our inner circle and we uh, meet up once a month it's a great little group we're capping it at 20 people we do have a couple slots available that's a way to stay connected with us be on our email list we just as magical grows it has a divine mission to heal the world and that's exactly the catalyst that it's going to do so we'd love to stay as connected as possible with each and one one of you um and yeah i just kind of wanted to uh Wanted to wanted to end with that. You know, this whole system, again, is breaking down for the betterment of humanity. Know that this isn't a message of fear. This is a message of awareness. Become aware and ask deeper questions. Okay, this whole system has to come down. The medical system is there to keep people sick and to keep them spending money. This is why they've demonized psychedelics. This is why they've demonized plant medicine. I mean, what's always blown my mind is how can you tell people not to explore their own consciousness that's what blows my mind and now luckily there's incredible studies coming out about mushrooms for that help with depression and there's so many things that maps coming out with but the medical system is now there's not saying there's not good people there's good people in the medical system but they're not taught about nutrition they're sure as hell aren't taught about anything with plant medicines that are miraculously helping people heal. They're not taught about psychedel- They're not taught about nutrition. Nutrition is the craziest thing. They're really not. They're, it's all bought by the pharmaceutical companies, right? Even the school system. I mean, not to jump, that's a whole other topic. So I'm just going to briefly hit on it. But uh, it's not that there's not good people in the school system. There is. But what does it teach you? It teaches you to sit in line, listen, don't think creatively right? Look, you don't need a degree or a piece of paper to serve your purpose. You don't. You have a divine purpose, a divine obligation and you don't need a piece of paper to to do that. You don't need a certification to do that. There's nothing wrong with it but you have everything within you to go serve your purpose. These institutions, everything was created for control of humanity and it's falling apart in a beautiful way to be rebuilt the right way and I'm telling you, Magical is going to be a catalyst throughout this process. We love every single one of you. I just had to get that message off my chest. Uh, Megan is right here with me. (laughs) Uh, She's just been listening along as she she hears me go on my little rants every now and then and just kind of shakes her head and and, and knows knows that's what I do Uh, especially when I get a little public with my posts online but hey my my uh, profile is still there as of right now um,
1: yes, yes.
0: Yeah, it was 12-12. <laughs> oh, that was, that was 12 minutes, 12 yeah. seconds. That's awesome. Um, but I did want to go over that with you. I love that you put Q+. Plus.
1: I didn't even to my to. That's
0: amazing. Yeah. We won't say the letter that uh, triggers every algorithm that they don't want people to see. That'll be a whole nother. We'll do a whole nother <laughs> thing on that uh, particular letter. Anyway, <laughs> that's the end of that segment. The next segment we wanted to talk about, and I really let Megan kind of take it, and I'll chime in here and there. Um, from, is, is really about knowing and making sure you're using your uh, discernment, but also kind of researching where you're going for these healing modalities. You know, does not just the modality, it's also the people that take into account. So yeah, talk to us about what happened.
1: Yeah. So, you know, um, those of you that have been following my journey know that I've tried several different plant medicine um, healing modalities, and I've had a lot of success. But You know, anyone that knows any you know, is suffering and knows what I'm talking about, you know, when it comes to chronic, you know, illness, like physical illness, but also a lot of different traumatic events that have occurred in, you know, one's life, like mine. It's been crazy and I've suppressed a lot, starting at a very young age as a child. So um, you know, it's it's like healing each layer each time that I partake in a sacred plant medicine, you know, and So I'm still, even though I've, you know, healed a great deal, you know, I'm still on my, you know, healing journey as well. It's just now, you know, after like, I don't know, over 25 years of trying everything from conventional to even holistic and just, it was just a nightmare, you know, like just mystery stuff. No one could help me. And I spent a lot of money and to realize that how, how powerful we are, I am and, how that we have the ability to heal ourselves and that you know the creator has put these sacred plant medicines on this planet for a reason and uh, you know and I I'm learning like what really works you know mush psilocybin mushrooms have been like incredible for me and um, oh yeah the marijuana spirit I love it i um, definitely been very healing for me though like no seriously though like uh with ptsd anxiety uh just even chronic like the just chronic you know flare-up type things that you know um that's probably the last part of my healing that i'm, I'm working on um and then ayahuasca helped me a great deal it, uh, with along with five meo dmt it was a horrible experience in the process you know um but the outcome was amazing. I uh, still think that I need to go back to that. I'm going to try cambo soon. So I'm, you know, exploring all these different modalities and ketamine infusions has been one that after having Michael Zappi on Zappy on our podcast and Charles Patty out of is it Bonita Springs, mm-hmm. Florida, um, he owns a ketamine clinic there uh, called Revive Wellness, and yep. um, I think they might be changing the name. They're going nationwide. But anyway, um, he's out of Florida, Charles. He's amazing. He has a group on Facebook called Only Positive Vibes and Post, and um, he's doing a lot of great things. But because of those two guys on the podcast, it really made me open my mind up to going in a clinical setting here in Austin, Texas and doing ketamine infusions and like they say you need like six infusions and then you need like boosters and you can microdose and yada yada and you know they start you at a low dose like based upon your weight and you know gradually they keep increasing the dose to see what the sweet spot is for you um and they have you know at this look at this place that i went to it was like emt you know paramedics that were administering the infusions in the room with you and um, you know, they, the goal is they want to get you up to a high dose to where you disassociate. Your consciousness leaves your body, go somewhere else because maybe you can explain david like yeah, what that yeah
0: you basically a lot of people that have dealt with trauma are uh, associate their identity with their trauma so whenever you disassociate it's a great way for subconsciously to you, for you to no longer identify with your trauma as well as on a biological level ketamine is supposed to mm-hmm. um is supposed to heal the neuropath the damaged neuropathways from trauma
1: right it creates new neuropathways yep. so so, I, I will say that every time I did my ketamine infusions, I never loved it. Like, some people love the journey and they just rave about it. And every time I did it, except for once, it always gave me anxiety. Um Then when I got to like a dose of 90, it was the only time like I had a, a journey where I, I did enjoy it and I was okay. Um, but I did not disassociate, so they kept wanting to, you know, push those limits and go higher. And um, I will say though, um, with ketamine, I will say because I know there's a lot of, you know, it needs to be stigmatized as well. But you just got to be careful with it. So I mean, you can't overdose or it's not going to kill you, type thing. That's not what I mean. But again, like what David said, like researching. So I'm going to tell you why. So, well, let me re- let me back up and say real quick though, you know it did have a lot of benefits for me um as far as you know I always was a morning person which David can't even like fathom that but I was and always and then once I met David and I had a lot of chronic you know pain and illness and, and different things and um I, I I was just suffering a lot and I did the ketamine. It was the first time that I started waking up early. I mean, I was sleeping until, like, noon. Like, it was crazy. Mm -hmm. Like, I just could not get out of bed. I was in a lot of pain. My joints were dislocating all the time just from, like, sleep. if
0: you need to, you can get up at 6. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I don't (laughs) love that, but, yeah. So, but I could. So, anyway, you know, I started waking up earlier on my own, and I, like, had more drive and ambition. And, I mean, I am, I've always been ambitious, but, like, I was just more productive, more driven and I've always had chronic uh, like back and neck like arthritic pain and it totally after the third one is when I noticed I started waking up earlier and after the fourth or it might have been after the sixth infusion like Mm -hmm. my pain was gone um, for quite some time so definitely noticed there were benefits so then or no it wasn't my last time because I had anxiety, like my after my fourth time. Doesn't matter anyway. So then it's been several months since I'd had one. Even though, oh, and, and let me back up. You know, I, I, I said that I always had anxiety except for that one time. Well, the girl that would administer my infusions kind of figured out something for me. Um, A, they would give me Benadryl in my IV with the ketamine. Um, but also, she realized she was like, I think that like I'm. I, when we administer the medicine, like normal, like it's too fast, too much, too quickly for you. And it gives you, you know, panic, you know, like anxiety. So she would like ease me into it and start it just really slow. And so that mixed with the Benadryl seemed to help me, you know, be able to mind over matter and remind myself, okay, you're in a ketamine infusion, deep breath. Um, but I would always panic because sometimes I feel like I couldn't swallow and I couldn't breathe. And then that just like got me scared, you know. Well, um, like I said, hadn't been in several months, was doing great, and I started having some arthritic-type pain in my hands, which I'd actually never even had before, so that was new for me, and I was like, well, you know, there's a sh- chance that, you know, if I go do another conf- uh, infusion, it'll help that, because it's time for a-, a booster anyways, and um It was a horrible experience. And like, I'd never had any amazing experiences at this clinic. I'm not going to blast their name, but I will say, you know, it's not cozy when you go in there at all, like the decor or anything. And they're just not that friendly. They're not rude, but they're not friendly. And then when you are like, your nerves are like uneasy and you have healing to do and all these things. It it should be the opposite. And, like, they never hardly even say hi or say bye. I mean, it's crazy. Or really help you whenever you can't even hardly stand up and walk when you come straight out of a, you know, ketamine infusion. It's just crazy. And, um, so this last time, my girl uh, that normally did my infusions was not there. And it was a different girl. And, uh, I... You know, I was having a headache, too, from the uh, stinking Austin allergies, and I told her that. I was like, you know, my son, like, my headache is really bad, and, you know, David's, like, researching before, and he's like, oh, you know, it it says ketamine can really, it can even Mm -hmm. help migraines, right? So, he's like, you'll be fine. Hopefully, it'll even, like, you know, help, and... As she's, you know, about to give me the message, she tells me it's like a 50-50, you know, that I could, it could make it worse. And so I don't know if, like, subconsciously maybe that did something going into the journey.
0: Keep in mind, this is a deep, intense experience. Like, you, 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 your consciousness goes somewhere else. So to be told, like, there's a 50-50 chance you're going to be in more pain going into a consciousness changing, altering experiences rough
1: yeah well and i should back up and say also you know the infusion before that remember i they got me up to like a 115 dose or no the, the two infusions so my fifth infusion that got me to 115 it was the first time i disassociated and i freaked out like like had not like freaked out but inside i did but like they're checking your vitals so the girl just saw my heart rate right? and she or my vitals and she was like she came and she put her hand You know, this is back to the girl that had been always working on me. She put her hand on my, you know, arm and was able to guide me through taking a deep breath. And I was okay. And I was like, and she she just slowed the medicine down. And, uh, but we didn't stop the infusion, you know. And I made it through it. Um, And then the next time, I did 115, I believe, again. Um, But anyway, so... This time, this new girl, uh, I think she gave me the medicine too quickly all at once. Because, I mean, it put me into sheer panic, you guys. Like, I couldn't believe it. Like, on a level that I'd never experienced in any of my uncomfortable ketamine journeys. And, um, yeah, it was really bad. I remember being aware that I was in a ketamine infusion, but I thought something happened, and I thought I died, and uh, I thought like I literally crossed over, and then this weird place that I was in was, uh, you know, like the afterlife because it was weird, and um, it felt permanent, mm. and. I, I don't know if it happened like when I disassociated or because I don't know if I did or not. I'd have to ask them because we had to stop the infusion halfway through. So I didn't get the full uh, dose. And um, so therefore I didn't even get the benefits like with my with the hand pain or anything. But I can, you know, control that with diet, too, which is great. But. Uh I my vitals you know were definitely a concern and my heart rate was like very very high and so uh, she stopped the infusion and I mean y'all after she even stopped the medicine like my teeth were chattering my body was just like shaking like jumped like a fish out of water kind of you know in my chair and that recliner and I couldn't control it and I was like, oh my gosh, you know, my God, because I feel like I couldn't breathe, I couldn't swallow, nothing. And um, I said, oh my gosh, I thought I died. And you know, her response was like, oh gosh, that, you know, that's that sucks, you know, that's horrible, that sucks. Oh no, no it was oh no, you know, like that, and that was it. And like for me, it was like a real thing, like very traumatic. I literally thought I died. Like um, felt so real, you know what I mean? And uh and then she said about my body shaking she was like you know it's probably just you know your fight or flight your adrenaline you know pumping through your body from you know that experience and she's like probably just need to get up and walk it off and ketamine is like you might as it's like it reminds me of when I've had surgeries in the past you know what I mean when you're it's like anesthesia Mm -hmm. and um I couldn't even hardly walk you know what I mean like couldn't even hardly stand up and she wasn't like really helpful and so I'm like can't even like stand up probably. And I'm like going in the hallway and like holding onto the walls. Just thought you died. Yeah. Just thought I had died. And like walking myself into this recovering room that I didn't know where it was. And then I go in there and she, she leaves and she never came back in to check on me. Never. She didn't check on my heart. She didn't just check on me to like help me process what I went through. Like, nothing and I was traumatized and you're in a very sensitive state there. too when you come out of that and um and then we left and like even like the girl at the front like she never said hi to me when I came in not once and she didn't even say bye to me when I left like I'm just like what kind human of human
0: dimension was totally gone and it's when you're taught when you're talking about I mean, working with these healing modalities, the human dimension is so incredibly important. Well, people that important. are
1: depressed and suicidal go and get ketamine infusions. I can't even imagine oh, if I was point. like that and went in there and was treated that way and had that kind of experience. Like, there's no telling. You know what I mean? Right. So, it was a horrible experience, and I will never go back there. Um, but you know what? I, I love having Charles Patty as a friend because I always give him my feedback from these experiences so he knows exactly how to run his clinic and make sure that people don't go through that. You know, he told me how, you know, he holds people, if people get anxiety during a ketamine infusion, like he'll, like they'll have people there holding their hand. And so, you know, if I am, would, if I ever do, and then there's a point too, where the medicine's done what it's needed to do and you know, you move on. But if I ever do get a ketamine infusion again, it would be at his facility, um, but there's so many other uh, modalities that I feel like work better for me. But, you know, ketamine is amazing and the fact that I told you the, the positive things that it did to me. But also I noticed uh, my mushroom trips were different after having those new neural pathways. Mm-hmm. And it gave me new perspectives that mushrooms never gave me because of my new neural pathways that served my healing even more, my highest good. Like, you know, ways to be able to look at my illness and my trauma and everything in different perspectives that like were like freeing and that mm-hmm. was so healing for me so i i can't say that ketamine is bad you know it has not been i, I can't say it hasn't been the most profound modality for me but there were definitely benefits oh yeah. yeah but it was more so and you know it was a traumatic experience but it was also more so you know the way I was treated on top of that right but right. you know what I did that day later that day this I, was awesome I did um take a small dose of uh mushrooms because y'all before this I was just like I could not stop just bawling my eyes out like I literally had no control over it I was just so traumatized and it was just still so real that I thought I died and I was like like I had this near-death experience and it felt so real that all day, like poor David, I could not, like I literally all day I could not stop crying. And um, so I ended up later that day taking a small dose of mushrooms and just really processing it, so we went I went out
0: in nature, yep. brought the dogs, yep. went out by the water, yep. and spent the whole evening in nature processing. Yeah. It was great,
1: and I mean, yeah, there was a lot of tears that shed because it allowed me to open my heart even more. But like, it was so healing. That's, I mean, that's how you heal. You yep. purge it. You, you know, pro, you process it so you can release it. I mean, that's how you don't suppress it. You know what I mean? So it was great what I did, but I mean, boo-hooed all day that, long.
0: I got to point out too um, that is such. A professional move on Megan's part because when you deal with something traumatic like that you kind of just want to crawl up into a ball and don't do anything and just let it suppress uh, but as the professional that she is especially the professional working in a healing space and has already helped so many people heal and it's going to help so many more people heal um, you know the professional that she is she was able to see the bigger picture know how to use these profound beautiful gifts that we have that are uh, that, that God's given us and use them and use nature and use the dogs, use me and use these mushrooms in a beautiful setting and just process and relax for hours and just take that experience and process it fully so then it's no longer being held on to. So absolutely beautiful move. Thanks. Um, I mean and
1: that's I mean that's yeah. the that's the short, quickest version I can give you. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: We wanted to share that with you just
1: just you know research mm-hmm. and like I mean it is so important with any medicine where you go I've heard horror stories about ayahuasca in different places you know and I've heard amazing stories with it I mean my experience was amazing like as far as the facility goes but you just got to be careful because you are under the influence of a very powerful medicine
0: make yep make sure everyone's of the light make sure it's I would do personal referral reviews read the reviews, I mean, read read the the reviews. reviews. yep
1: i still need to leave one um but yeah, yeah leave, leave read the reviews and
0: and anyone that needs any kind of referrals we have a very very good network of people and just about every medicine actually now uh that are all of yeah. the light and we can swear by them so yep. um but that's really it uh thanks for sh- thank you for sharing that megan that yeah. was a traumatic experience and uh, more and more impressed with you every week and uh yeah you guys got to hear my little rant about the uh, corrupt matrix falling in the beginning too. <laughs> anyway, thank you all for listening so much. Um, I do, uh, you know, if this all resonated with you again, it's it, I do want to. I never really asked this, but the message in the very beginning, I, I do I would love that to be shared out there. Um, and again, to stay connected with us, because I don't know how much the censorship is going to be hitting. Magical.com, sign up for our newsletter, and if you want to be part of our magical inner circle, we talk weekly and have a monthly meetup. Uh, feel free to message me over Facebook or uh, shoot us an email at david@magical.com. At Thank you all so, so much.
1: Magical, not magical. Yep. M-A-E.
0: G-I-C-A-L. That's right. M-A-E. All right. We love you guys. Happy healing.
1: Happy healing. Stay magical.